Hi there. So, I've been thinking about neediness. Um, partly because there are times when I feel a lot of neediness, and yesterday was one of them. And also because one of uh, my teachers, John Wineland, talks about <clears throat> basically not pathologizing our needs to go deep into our needs and, and see what's real in there. I tend to look at my neediness as a weakness. I tend to see it as something that I want to eradicate. And uh, I do practices to feel less needy. But I also realize that doing that, I'm just pushing things down. Pushing things down that, that I need to feel. There was an interesting post by a woman that I read today uh, talking about her neediness. And instead of pushing it away, just reveling in it. Reveling in the, the flavor of it, in the texture of it. Allowing her body to experience it not as something uncomfortable, but as something delicious, as a portent of something to come. Um, something else I read yesterday by one of my teachers was that for the masculine body, basically this moment is, is pain, and we do whatever we can to kind of numb out on it. That where things are changing or where things are not the way we want them, which is basically to be done, no demands on us, that we will do pretty much anything to, to not feel that stuff. So yesterday, I was uh, feeling that. Uh, I struggle with uh, the warmer temperatures and it always puts me in a funk. I know that getting out to the water is a big help. So I did take myself down to the beach and there was nobody around, so I got in the water and splashed around a little bit. Felt somewhat better and then just sat there. It was the evening, watched the birds. Uh, it was magical, you know, all of a sudden I just had this feeling, I almost wanted to cry because it was so beautiful. And, uh, and that's kind of where I want to live these days is to be so sensitive and so vulnerable to what's happening around me that instead of shutting it down, is to open up to it as pleasure. So that was a really nice way to spend part of my evening. And then as I drove home, I started to feel this incredible discomfort. And I wanted... And I felt this deep need, this neediness, to have, you know, beautiful, loving, generous words from women in my life. And, uh, and I looked at that and I was like, okay, that's interesting, you know, like, that's a, that's a really nice thing. But... If I just go to any one of them with my neediness, or I can do that sometimes, 
But if I do it repeatedly, then it just, then I, I'm not being where I want to be. I'm not being healthy for me and I'm not bringing anything to them. And more and more what I'm trying to, how I'm trying to live my life is, you know, as one of my teachers says, you know, what is your, basically, what is your sacred gift to this moment? So especially when I'm struggling, you know, what, what can I give this moment? And asking somebody, particularly a woman, to you know, give me words of solace at this point is not much of a gift. It's more of that kind of little boy demand that I see lots of us men have of our woman because, like me, we haven't learned to cultivate that neediness on a deeper level and find how we can be a gift. So those are my few my few thoughts about neediness right now. I'd love to hear what others have to say. Um, yeah, let me know. Bye-bye. This is the second part of my um, thoughts on neediness. So yesterday I put the question out there about, you know, neediness and how to express this and you know, what is my sacred expression of that. And today I was writing about it uh, in terms of this whole process I'm going through. And, and I was helped by um, looking at these. So in this training that I'm doing with John Wineland, he talks about four precepts, and one of them is, the fourth one is, the conscious warrior is committed to feeling deeply rather than numbing or succumbing to comfort or addiction. So I thought about this question of, or this problem, or this experience of feeling neediness, and I thought about how, you know, what I've been going through the last almost the last three years since I started to really face how shut down I was, that I'm going through a deep nervous system reset. So, you know, what I'm experiencing is a, a, an ever more sensitive, an ever more sensitive and complicated experience to what life brings me. And it helps me to think of this in terms of you know, this sexual polarity work that John Wineland and David Dida um, teach us about um, helps me to think of it in terms of a, the dance of Shiva and Shakti, so the these ancient aspects of existence, Shiva, the masculine presence, and Shakti, the feminine always moving always changing feminine energy and to depathologize what our do what I do and think in terms of this dance so looking at my life as this ongoing a constant dance and again tango argentine tango is like this for me this beautiful metaphor um, not only a metaphor but an expression of this dance 
so that she, whether that she is the woman who I I love, the woman I might be dancing with, or or that feminine energy within me, that all the shakti, she's shakti, she's all the aspects or expressions of feminine energy, and they're here just for one purpose, and that is to deepen me and to nourish me towards really grounding, really deepening into the, the masculine presence that is as a, as a masculine identified man in this life, that this is the truest an expression of being for me in this life. You know, so there was a, a training or a weekend workshop, co-ed workshop online with John Wineland last year and he, one of the last things he left us with as masculine practitioners was, you know, what I interpret or what I remember is this question of how are you receiving or resisting the feminine in your life? And, and if I think about it in terms of this, this dance of these energies, that everything is an aspect of that. Then I started to look at how how I could hold the space to receive everything that came to me as a form of nourishment. And at the same time, another teacher had put this in my mind, which is, he said to look at love as a martial art. And particularly in um, the way of looking at martial arts where... You know, some some things are easy to receive, and then the things that are hard to receive, to learn how to turn those so they become your allies. And that's I found that really helpful. So whenever I find a or ex- experience a negative feeling, to actually allow it to or to turn it. To find some way of turning it and and in the turning experience it as nourishment, as something that helps me. And this morning when I was writing, I was thinking about somehow the the story of the ugly duckling came up and and neediness as being that ugly duckling emotion. You know, there's some emotions that are like so easy to receive, like love, joy. And then there are emotions, anger, frustration, neediness, that just seem, they're just so ugly. They're just, they don't seem to have any, any nourishment in them at all. So, I'm just going to go back to this this dance of Shakti and Shiva. So Shakti is the expression of all the feminine energies that are here. And they're here for one purpose. That's to nourish me. That, that's the, the framework that I'm working with right now. And that the, my Shiva energy that is, is that stillness that, that, that rests within me, that witnesses and that receives. And that's at the core of my deep being. And I have to practice. So there's a practice we're doing right now. One of the 
the bonus practices in this training, which is a meditation that really invites us to, to go deep, to witness not only what we're feeling, but to witness that which is witnessing, and then to witness that which is witnessing, which is witnessing, which is feeling. And then to feeling this incredible spaciousness in ourselves, then to hold that, whatever the, the thought or feeling is that, that tends to plague us, to hold that and and it loses its power to to diminish us. And in fact, we feel, we experience more capacity to experience. So as I said, I'm, I'm going through this deep nervous system retraining and this is part of it is to allow these things to be felt so to go back to the precept you know committed to feeling deeply rather than numbing or succumbing to comfort so all of the practice all of the things that I've learned to do to not feel to push things down stand in the way of me actually going deeper into who I am and experiencing the world as beauty so and my experience of neediness is one of those things. You know, as I, as I can learn to settle into that, that deep, that deep Shiva quality in myself, I experience myself as sufficient enough, empty and full. So empty of any demand, full of just being and as I experience that I begin to and really enjoy this dance you know so the deeper I breathe the more I trust myself to hold the space the more the flow of the what we call feminine or shakti or energy becomes enjoyable So I'm providing, you know, my masculine provides the structure for this. But there's also a structurelessness beyond this. So it's, for me, like the, the analogy to tango or tango as metaphor is very powerful here. There are no moves, there's no set pieces. There's just the embrace. So my willingness to, to hold her. And then this forward movement through time and space. That's, and in the dance, it stops and starts with no apparent reason. Other, it's the traffic. It's the, the dictates of this present moment, which are determined by the always, the always changing dynamic of music, traffic, other bodies, our bodies, her body, my body, what's going through my mind, what's going through her mind, what's going through the minds of the people we're dancing with, my desires, my desire to create art, my desire to hold her, her desires, all of this stuff is this constant movement of of whatever is happening, even if we're standing still. So my neediness, my feeling of neediness that I had the other day, 
is one of these elements. And rather than reject or suppress that feeling, I'm working on receiving it. I'm working on holding space for it as the ugly duckling of my feelings. So just as the ugly duckling was rejected and mocked and derided by all the other ducklings, event so so neediness is for me like it's just like it's that's that's that thing that I want to kick out of the nest I don't want to be looking after it but I'm learning to hold space for it as the ugly duckling It's, it's that part of my feminine energy that's responding to some part of the, as one of my teacher calls it, the tension, pressure, friction of this moment, of this dance that I am in. And the question is always, you know, how to, how to allow this to flow as art. And it's, it's the same in my life as it is on the dance floor. Now, in the dance floor, we have a, you know, there's limitations and it's... It's really hard not to take things personally, but but we are limited by you know a structure of in the in the tango social dance of three dances and then we break and dance with somebody else. So there's a structure, there's a beginning and an end, and we can look forward to that. And sometimes it feels like that. I've I've been in dances, I've been in, in you know a ton. So that that three dance structure is called a tanda. I've been in a tanda with somebody, and I've just like felt like when is this going to end like I'm not clicking with this person it is like such an uncomfortable experience now the feminine practice in this would be to to allow this let's go back to neediness my feminine practice here would be to allow this neediness to flow and flower as an aspect of yearning or desire to be claimed or to be held to be grounded to trans- be transmuted into love's body. And I, I read an excellent post recently by a woman where she expressed this, and it was, it was such a... It was very eye-opening because what she expressed in my masculine body was like painful. But for her, it was, you know, like this sense of this is part of my body, this yearning, this, this need, this neediness that I have is actually going to deepen and allow incredible flowering. And even, even while it's happening, it, it just feels so good. So, again, for a masculine-identified man, neediness does not feel good. I have, a, I have a hard time experiencing that as something beautiful in my body. But this woman did this great job of doing that, and it got me thinking about you know, how to transmute, how to transform this ugly duckling into this beautiful swan. So again, the feminine practice would be to allow this neediness to flow and to go where it needs to go and to enjoy all of it, including the reminders of desire, the reminders of the things that aren't present. And the masculine bee practice for me is to hold this space 
to allow the ugly duckling of emotion to move. So just as in the story of the ugly duckling, it's, it's the mother duck who holds the space, who you know, lets the other ducklings know that even though this is an ugly duckling, it still has, it still has a place here. So my practice is to hold space for this ugly duckling of emotion, to allow it to move, to flow, to fully feel herself, and to go through all the difficult feelings that she needs. So this is a feminine experience, my feminine energy, that all that she needs to go through before she blossoms into her unique and sacred expression of beauty, the divine feminine, the Shakti that that pours nourishment into me, into all of us from, you know, her breasts, her yoni, her throat, her eyes, her voice, her moans. So I can open up to that, especially in these difficult feelings like neediness or I'm not talking about jealousy now, but that's another one. Or anger. So this is the masculine practice that I'm working on with regard to my neediness, to feel it all the way through to its sacred expression as love's flower. So... There are often moments in in the tango tanda, and so in that three-song relationship that we create between lead and follow, where ugliness is felt. There's always some moment of disconnect or some quote-unquote mistake, and I say that in quotes because in tango, as in life, there are no mistakes. There are just ways that we move through that are clumsy and less clumsy and they lead us to where we need to be. There's that feeling of impossibility of making art out of this moment. And yet this deep desire, this yearning, the neediness to make art, like as a lead, we feel this you know, profoundly. It's our job to make art from from these moments together with the follow. And we feel that as a demand. We feel that as a deep need. I would say that to the extent that we're serious about being in as lead, to the extent that we're serious about being leads, and in life, the extent to which we're serious about embodying our masculine presence. We feel this deep neediness or this deep need, and it expresses as neediness when it's when it when we're frustrated by it to create the art. And when we're in this stuck place, so for example, my feeling of neediness, the only way through well, there's two ways through. One way is to force a solution which just deepens the, the discomfort and the disconnect and does not make art. And the other way is to, is to relax. To settle back into simply holding the space. To hold the space 
and through my relaxation to allow the art to blossom, to allow this moment of ugliness, this ugly duckling, to blossom into the this particular moment of art, beauty, this particular moment of the swan emerging. So that's today's thoughts on on neediness and this ongoing struggle to receive the feminine, not how I want her, but as she comes to me. Thank you.